Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Saddest Night Out. My name is Roy, and I am the host of this daily podcast, which is primarily about music and creative culture in London. That's the intro out of the way. Today's guest is another newcomer to the podcast family and a fairly enthusiastic newcomer to the UK open mic roster. Her name is Cyber, and as I mentioned in the start of this conversation, this was recorded just before her fourth consecutive week at our Wednesday open mic in Camden. She is she comes across as quite a natural on the stage. You can really feel her personality when she's up there, regardless of what she's performing. But she also happens to perform some pretty cool covers. So in this conversation, we're finding out a little bit more about her, particularly how she got into the type of music that she tends to perform, and whether she has any plans to make any music of her own, and also just her performance history in general. So this is me welcoming Cyber to the podcast. I hope you enjoy this chat. And I'll let you all know a little bit more about how the birthday edition of my open mic went. See you afterwards. We are inside the Littleton Arms. The night hasn't begun yet. We've got maybe about 15 minutes before I need to start setting up. I am here with a particularly eager new member of the UK open mic family who's making her debut on the podcast right now. Would you kindly introduce yourself for the listeners? Um, hi, I am Cyber Hawk, and um, yeah, I just one day woke up and was like, yeah, I will just step right into this pub and start singing, and that's what happened. The rest is history. The rest is history. I think this will be the fourth week in a row that you've performed at our night. Yeah, a month. Woo. That's quite the master, <laughs> nicely done. So when you performed here for the first time, were you already aware that there was an open mic here? Or did you just show up and think, oh, there's an open mic? Let's go for it. Oh, no, no, no. I, I was aware that there was an open mic because I was just digging around Facebook looking for something like this because my friends have been telling me to go forward and put myself out there. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll look for something. So I looked for... I practically looked for it. And uh, it was there right in the day of light, UK open mic night. <laughs> and uh, I was like, huh, Wednesday sounds like a good good middle of the weekday to just go for it absolutely (laughs) okay so the seed had been planted to find an open mic and do some performing had you before the open mic you did with us had you performed music before anyway i did i didn't do open mics that was my first one uh with uk open mic nights but i i did perform in talent shows in my school i kind of organized some talent shows in my school too so so hey, Roy. Yeah. <laughs> I knew there was a reason I liked you. So, so there was something in you that gravitated towards performing and yeah. putting yourself out there. Yeah, I mean, the first time I did perform in public was at a school talent show. Um, and I, I didn't play any instrument. I just sang to a backing track, um, a Sam Smith song. It, oh, yeah. I remember which one it was. There's just so many singable ones, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, it was too too late. Too late is goodbyes. Too, too good at goodbyes. Too good at good good goodbyes. Oh. Too good at goodbyes. Yeah, that's the good one. Uh, that's the one I sang, and uh, it was a crowd pleaser. Sorry, huh? and uh, yeah, it turned out pretty good. So, so then I was like, okay, let's do this more. There you go. You caught the bug, and that was like, when I can get my next fix. Yeah. Give me a stage now. I need to get out there to show the people what I can do. Yeah. As well as your fantastic personality and your performing, I was quite drawn by your taste in music. Oh, thank you. So, what got you into the type of music that you tend to perform? I've seen you, I think Arctic Monkeys has been something you've done as well, as well as Sam Smith. 
when did you get into what I think of as the good stuff? The good stuff? Uh, well, see, it's a funny story because you know how in every family there has to be that one really cool relative, whether it be an uncle or an aunt, who's young and hip yeah. and gets, gets up with the cool kids. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I have that one uncle. He's like 30 now. Um, but uh, whilst I was growing up, like around the emo era, uh-huh. he introduced me to uh, the good metal and rock music, and it sort of just I just started discovering stuff from then onwards. Okay, because he's the one who who gave me that push and introduced me to like the classic rock stuff and the emo and punk rock and Britpop and all that stuff. And then I just started to progress forward on my own, started to look into stuff on my own, and out came the Rolling Stones and David Bowie and Prince and, and all, all the awesome people that I'd love to listen to still now. And, um, and then when I started to sing more, started to have more confidence to sing more, that's when I started to listen to more like um, a little bit, just a little bit mainstream stuff like Adele and Sam Smith and... Heck, I I started listening to Ed Sheeran when Ed Sheeran was indie. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that was me. That's still me. So growing up, when that uncle started started you down this path towards this type of music, were there many people your age where you were living that listened to it as well, or were you a bit of an outlier? Kind oh of no, anyone? I was the black sheep. Yeah. God, no, God. <laughs> no uh, maybe like two friends of mine who I'm still friends with. Uh, from back at home they used to listen to the same stuff other than that there was nobody they thought I was straight out devil's child I, they thought I was weird did that make you like it more the fact that no of one else gets it of course it, so, it oh, did get those other guys of <laughs> course it did you know why because it was the emo era of course of course it did we all went through that <laughs> I can very much sympathize with that <laughs> so you. now yeah, this is the fourth week in a row that you're performing with us thank you very much for keeping coming back thank you for having me <laughs> this is awesome yeah so far it's been covers and it sounds like you're really getting your fix of being on stage and expressing the music that you're into but have you started to dip your toe in writing music at all good question I I've been doing covers ever since I started singing and getting myself out there I haven't particularly started to like properly write music. Maybe that one time when I was feeling edgy and I was like, maybe I should get, I should get my inner Taylor Swift out. There you go. Oh God, that was terrifying. <laughs> I, I'm in remorse of when that happened. Um, okay. But, uh, you know, legitimately speaking, I haven't started properly writing anything yet. Maybe. Maybe I'll put try and put myself out there because I think um, the more I get comfortable on stage, because I'm still trying to yeah. feel good in in myself and on the stage, and I'm, the more I get comfortable, I feel like the more I will feel better about myself writing on my own. Okay. And um, and obviously there are the inspirations that I have already mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Um, of them. And I would like to keep them as my inspiration while I think about writing. So hopefully. So no, no to... rush, no like. Oh, I want to yeah. get this out by this year or anything like that. Just kind. Of, just no, I'm just easing trying way to. Because once I ease my way in, that's when I can sort out my proper proper deadline of when could this EP be out or when yeah. could this album be out. Oh, album. <laughs> Easy, easy, easy. Back to the open mic. Taking yeah. easy baby steps yeah. so far. I don't need to think about that now. 
Well, as well as the music you've performed with us, I found you online. You are the social floater, all as one word, on Instagram. You've got some pretty awesome photos on there. So, did photography come before music? Um, see, the thing is, I... No, actually, photography came after. Mm -hmm. I... Basically, my mom brought this camera, uh -huh. and she never used it. She claimed it was hers, and she was so proud of it. Yeah. She never used it. She maybe used it once or twice at, like, you know, festivities or parties, and, yeah. and then it was just catching dust, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to use this now. So I learned by myself. Mm -hmm. I... Heck, I'm still learning on how to use that camera. It's, uh, it's, it's very complicated. Right. Um, and... Um, so yeah, it's a Canon for those who want to know. Uh, it's on Nikon. Um, I prefer Canon, and uh, yeah, I started taking pictures of random places. I didn't start taking pictures of people yet because I felt I felt more shy to do that. I felt like I was in my own um, state of mind when I was taking pictures of objects or buildings or architecture or landmarks and all that stuff started with that simple and then I went into photographing people as I got more social yeah. and came out of my box and I started to find more friends and made new friends and that's when I started to sort of capture cinematic moments of people's lives I guess that's what my friends tell me wow, she's that's like quite uh, a hey you always hey Saiba you always keep on capturing cinematic moments of my life make a documentary <laughs> already I'm like Okay, one step at a time. <laughs> yeah. So is um, it a digital camera then? Yes, it's a DSLR. It's uh, it's the Canon EOS 70, I believe, and it's um, it could do video recordings as well. But it's mo I mostly use it for photography because I'm more of a, I consider myself more of more of an amateur photographer than a videographer. So that's what I use it for. And. Um, Sometimes what I do is, since the music came first and then the photography, I take out inspiration from music whilst I do my photography. Yeah. So, uh, for instance, um, you will find a photo of my best friend Jaya, who's now left to Brazil. Bless him. Um, you'll find a photo of him, and it, it, and I derived, um, am, sorry, inspiration for that from like all the new new wave music stuff because that's what he listens to new wave music like um billy joel and no not billy joel sorry uh, like 80s new wave like 80s new wave music so i'm thinking uh i twirled you on a blank like later yeah. blondie yeah exactly uh, that, that stuff all that good stuff all the edgy stuff yeah, yeah. The, the, the good old edgy stuff soft cell human league yes kind of synthesizer and very much rolling stones as well so he's okay. a rolling stone solid rolling stones dude and i drugged uh, a lot of inspiration from that and then I just sort of started taking his photos and literally you can see all his photos are just very stunning. <laughs> yeah. That sounds cool. Well, have you thought about combining the two? So basically what I'm asking is, is there any video of your performances or are you not in that place yet? I mean, of my of my music performances. Yeah, you're like of your music covers or any of your performances. I mean, my boyfriend Martin <laughs> took some videos of the first one that I came to, Aww. and it's it's in his YouTube. <laughs> he just posted it. Thanks, Martin. Thanks, Martin. <laughs> what a what an awesome dude. <laughs>
No wonder I love him so much. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, there's no concerted effort yet to like make a YouTube channel and film your stuff or anything. No, I was I was planning to do that this summer. I just kept on, you know, I just kept on hesitating. I'm like, why am I hesitating? This is so easy. Hey, it's still summer. There's still time. Yeah. But hopefully, um, because I I have also been told by my friends to open up a YouTube channel, so I might as well do that too. Oh, watch this space. I'm guessing it might be the social floater as well. Maybe the same as Instagram. Hell yeah. So if anyone searches for the social floater as one word, there's a good chance they'll come across There's you. a good chance they'll find me. There, there you go. Now you can stalk me all you want. <laughs> Everything's public. You're welcome. On that welcoming note, Cyber, thank you so much thank for your time. Thank you. And good luck with your performance tonight. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. And that was that. Thank you, Cyber, for joining me on the 180th episode of Saddest Night Out. You are a fantastic guest, and I look forward to our next chat. And once again, you can find her online if you search for the words The Social Floater, all as one word. You will find her profile on Instagram, and I think you'll agree her pictures look really cool. Again, there's a personality that just shines through what she does. Yeah, so last night's open mic in Camden was my 30th birthday as well. It was a pretty interesting open mic. First of all, the person who was supposed to perform first couldn't make it, so I ended up taking the number one spot, which was quite an interesting way to start the night. It was pretty much business as usual. A lot of fantastic performers. A lot of people said, happy birthday, Roy, which is always appreciated. I made a joke about how no one had bought me a drink yet, and then I was bought a pint of Guinness by Tom Murray. I can't remember the last time I drank Guinness, let alone a whole pint. It didn't taste as bad as I remember it tasting. Maybe that's what growing up is. But the one pint was enough for me to feel like, okay, whoa, let's slow down there. I was getting a little bit tongue-tied on the microphone, etc. But it was a good time. The most interesting thing of it all was MC Purple came to perform. MC Purple is a spoken word artist who will perform a piece over a pop song and she's one of the few performers where I will play a backing track on my phone for her to perform along to. Normally people bring their own phone to their own devices with their own backing track music. So she performed. Her music was being played from my phone which is the only way this could have happened. First of all she was kind enough to bring a card and ask everyone in the place to sign it and then presented it to me. She, along with Jack uh, Jack Marsh, who again I hope will be on the podcast soon, got me a birthday cake as well. But while MC Purple was performing her spoken word on top of, of all songs, Happy Birthday by Stevie Wonder, I got a phone call which interrupted the song I was playing through the speakers. Everyone heard my phone ring through the speakers. The call was from my mum. I answered it and you could hear her voice through the speakers along with my dad's voice. And they said, hi. I said, hello, can you hear me? They said, yes. And then straight away started singing happy birthday. And everyone in the pub not only heard that, but joined in. So both my parents through the speakers and everyone in the pub sang happy birthday to me. And then afterwards, I told my parents that you're being... You can be heard through the speakers. The entire open mic can hear you. And then I said, hey, everyone, say hi, Roy. Say hello to say hello, Roy's parents. And the whole pub said, hello, Roy's parents. We had a quick chat and I said, OK, I've got to get back to work now. Everyone say goodbye, Roy's parents. Goodbye, Roy's parents. And then I hung up. Stevie Wonder kept playing and the rest of the night continued. You couldn't make it up, folks. So thank you to everyone who came for my birthday open mic. Thank you in particular to Moon 
for Moon and Maureen, who got me a gift of a bottle of wine and a card, which is very kind of them. Thank you very much. MC Purple, who not only got the card, but also gave me a scarf. That was very thoughtful. And yeah, I couldn't have asked for a better way to spend my birthday. I have slacked off a little bit with regards to preparing for Tuesday's show. But I did cut the grass and I might cut my hair as well. I don't know if I have time. Apparently at tonight's open mic at the Nelsons in Hoxton, there might be a photographer and maybe even a videographer to get some footage which they will use to advertise the night. So that's something to look forward to. And something I don't want to be late for. So I'm going to be getting ready now. But thank you once again to Cyber. That was a really interesting story. It's cool to hear that she not only was she enthusiastic enough to take the stage when she was younger, but she also organised events so that she could take the stage. I told you, she, you get that, you can feel that enthusiasm in her performances. And thank you very much for talking to me. Until the next one. And thank you all for listening to episode 180, just 20 away from hitting the 200 landmark. I've got a good feeling I'll make it there. I hope you'll join me too. Thank you all for listening. Please feel free to let me know what you think, saddestnightout at gmail.com, or just search for Saddest Night Out on any social media, all as one word. Otherwise, I've been Roy, you've been fabulous, I'll catch you on the next one. Take care.